You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Let's get this started. Hi, welcome to the Gastroenteritis Blues. My name is Steve Lipman. I am with Emily Anderson and Dan Vopone. It's the trade deadline day. We're a half hour away right now from the end of the deadline. And we're here to talk about everything from a Sixers angle uh, and everything in the NBA large. Dan, uh, you were telling us just before we started here that a trade just happened. Can you run down what just went down? Yeah, so the Clippers are sending Lou Williams two second round picks and cash to the Hawks for Rajon Rondo, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, didn't really see that coming to start the day, but um, yeah. It's been a and this is your, day. and this is your reporting, right? You're not reading. Of course. This is, this yeah. Is, okay. This is, they told me and then they told Shams, but Shams tweeted it quicker. That's what happened. Well, I, I definitely get that. He's a quick tweeter. Um, that's a little strange. Yeah. It seems like uh, Lou will is going to get rerouted somewhere. Um, you know, there's a lot of sort of balls in the air right now in the NBA. Some big names haven't gone off the board, like Kyle Lowry or Victor Oladipo. The one move that the Sixers have made, um, we should start there, and then we'll just keep updating uh, as this goes. No Blue Will staying in Atlanta, by the way. No third team. Interesting. Well, that's fun. All right. The Sixers got George Hill from Oklahoma City, and they got Iggy Brazdikis. I apologize. There's no way I pronounced that right, but... In my defense, I didn't know this person existed uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, Oklahoma City got Tony Bradley, uh, Philadelphia's second-round pick in 2025 and 2026, and Austin Rivers, who Doc Rivers said no thank you to. Uh, and the Knicks get Terrence Ferguson. Thank you, Lord. He's off the team. Uh, Vincent Poirier and a 2021 second-round pick from Philadelphia. Emily, give me your reaction to this move, uh, which is currently the only move the Sixers have made so far today. Um, I mean, we had been talking about George Hill for a while being a possible target, and I think he'll help the team. I kind of think we, like, got rid of a lot of things for him, but none of them were that important, so I'm okay with it. I kind of think it was, like, a preemptive move to, like, for another move that may or may not be happening. Um, But, yeah, there's no one that, besides Tony Bradley, there's no one that I'm going to be, like, Really sad to see go. Very happy to get Ferguson off the team. And welcome George Hill to the team. He's handsome. I'm into it. He is handsome and he's got great shoulders. Um, Dan, what do you think about this move and uh, and where the Sixers stand right now? Well, I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed that it's not Lowry, of course. I mean, I think that we had all talked about being kind of excited about the possibility of Lowry 
And um, apparently that's not off the table, but just unlikely. First, it was said that, you know, I know Woj said on TV that it wasn't happening. Um, and then Kyle and Kyle Newbeck and Derek Bodner both kind of reported that it's still probably not happening. Uh, the price was way too high. If it comes down, the Sixers would think about it. Um, I know that they have to give um, Sixers. Adam tweeted that they have to. Um, here's what here's the two possibilities. Um, if if a Lowry trade were to happen and we kept Hill, I guess one of the, one thing we could do is turn that into a three team deal um, because it won't be official yet. Or I'm sorry, a four team deal because it's already a three team deal. And if we wanted to like route Hill to um, to Toronto and not have to give so much extra salary here, but because of who's on the roster now and the salary it would take, Adam tweeted the two path. There are two paths forward to getting the money to work for Lowry. So one of them is Green Scott Maxi and any of Thibel Cork Mauser Milton, and then the other one is Green Scott and and Seth Curry. Um, obviously, there would be picks on top of that, and so none of those really appeal to me because of that. Um, I would, if anything, I would rather, you know, I would rather them move off of Hill. Uh, but we'll have to see. I mean, I don't know. There could be a non-Lowry other trade coming. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say how to feel right now until we know where Lowry goes. Um, I think that he makes either the Lakers or the Heat really tough. It also seems like they're giving way less than uh, what I would imagine we were willing to give, which maybe says that Lowry didn't really want to come here. So, um yeah, we'll ha- we'll have to see, but uh, it seems like definitely no Lowry now, which I guess kind of makes I like Hill. I think he's a good pickup. Kind of makes it makes it a bummer if you don't look at it in a in a vacuum because I was excited about Lowry, but um, either way, he's a good player and I think he makes the team better. So to look at the bright side, we 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 got a good a good backup, you know, a good backup guard. A lot good passer he's a really good shooter uh i would imagine he's going to close some games for the sixers which is uh definitely a good thing to have oh also happy birthday sixers adam uh we should mention if we're going to talk about adam sorry happy birthday birthday, kyle lowry happy birthday to kyle lowry only if he comes to philadelphia if not i agree with that that that's the line that i have to draw um uh the two situations that you laid out the one that would be okay with me is including Korkmaz if you think you can get a buyout catch-and-shoot guy, which um, J.J. Redick, if he ever gets out of that Uber, might be able to to be here. We're not sure. Um, <laughs> we do have a uh, question in the chat from Frederick, and, and feel free to write in the questions or request to speak if you have one you'd like to talk about on, on the air. Uh, Frederick asked, have we made our last trade before the deadline? My prediction would be no. I'm not predicting that they get Lowry, but I think that they're probably not done. What do you predict in terms of whether or not the Sixers are done at this point? Yeah, I agree with you there. I think that we're definitely going to make some other move. I just don't know what it is. Um, I also just, I'm like you said, it's just three people reading Twitter. Um, <laughs> Josh Lewenberg, who is a beat reporter for the Toronto Raptors and TSN, said that offers for Lowry have been underwhelming and Raptors are comfortable keeping him past the deadline if they don't think anything that's out there moves the needle for them. Lots of I don't believe that. Savvy front offices should go down to the wire. So expect our Kyle Lowry news around like 257 perhaps. Right. Yeah, that I mean, Dan, you can I uh, think that I agree with you here in that in that like that seems like posturing to me that they're that's trying crap. to Yeah, for sure. For me, if they didn't want to trade Kyle and Kyle, they wouldn't have any of these talks. Like they would just stick around and extend them when they can. And that's it. You know, they wouldn't have to, 
you know, do all this bidding. We should we should talk about uh, that a few hours ago. The Sixers were on the one yard line, baby. They said the Sixers are on the one one yard line. Brian Windhorst was on television saying Kyle is expecting to go to the Sixers. What happened? It's very upsetting. Uh, I don't really know uh, what what went on there. Uh, it seems like that might have just been a Raptors leak to get more out of L.A. or Toronto. But who knows? You know, there's 20 minutes left and we could see some fireworks here. Um, uh, Dan, what do you think? Are they done or is there something else coming? And do you have any idea what that might be, if not Lowry? Yeah, I would imagine there's something else coming. If I had to guess, I would say it's just a small move. But um, there's still players out there who would be exciting. I mean, Lonzo hasn't moved yet. Um, I would be really excited to get someone like him. Uh, I think, you know, I don't know if Oladipo gets moved. I don't want him really on the Sixers, but it'd be exciting to see another big name move. Um, And a lot of the talk coming in was that, you know, things were being held up by the Lowry trade and the, and basically the magic in general, mostly the Aaron Gordon trade. Um, and the magic moved everyone. So that's, that's gone. And a lot of deals kind of started to follow. Vucevic was the first big deal of the day. If you don't count DeLon Wright, which was, um, kind of in the middle of the night. Yeah. And, um, and now we're still kind of waiting on Lowry. So, uh, I know that now that more teams are out, I'm sure more teams are, are kind of have a plan and the Sixers kind of seem to be moving along as if they're no longer interested in Lowry, um, at least according to, to reports, or at least not interested at the price and kind of happy with Hill, happy to move on. So I, I think something else comes. Um, we still haven't, well, one thing we haven't talked about was the, um, the, I guess, I guess you could call this a rumor, but it was from Woj, which I feel like generally makes it above being a rumor. Um, and he said that the Warriors are interested in Danny Green. Said this with no context. So um, three-team deal. Oh, that, yeah, that was Mark Stein, I believe. Yeah. Oh, was that Stein? I'm sorry. I thought yeah, that was Stein, that. I believe. No, I think it was um, Stein. But so either way, I mean, Stein is, is reputable. Oh. Um, why would, you know, why, why would they um, be interested in Danny Green? They're not contending right now. He's on an expiring. He's old. Um, I don't imagine that the Sixers want to give Danny Green for anyone who's on the Warriors right now, because again, why would they? Um, and so I think that that kind of seems like a three-team deal. Um, I, I can, uh, you know, make some jokes that it's with that we're getting Steph, but we're obviously not getting Steph. So um, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know if that was contingent on like. The six are still being in on Lowry, but that's probably something to keep an eye on at least as we as we go down to the deadline. Yeah, you know the other the other thing with Danny Green was friend of the podcast who's going to be talking with us uh, on Monday's show. Keith Pompey uh, included in his article that uh, the Sixers are still looking for more moves, and that Danny Green's agent has told him to expect to be traded. Um, I I agree with you. I don't really see much value in moving Danny Green if not as a way to get Lowry or another big salary guy. Oladipo is interesting. You know, I don't know what the market is like for him. It sort of seems like Houston is waiting around until the Lowry shoe drops because somebody from that race could pivot uh, inexpensively to Oladipo. He's been bad in Houston. He's had problems with injuries. Um, He's obviously looking to get paid this summer. I don't know 
exactly what will happen with him. Emily, what do you think about Oladipo? Do you have any interest uh, in, in going to get him uh, if, if the Lowry thing doesn't happen? Um, I am just a little, like, hesitant on Oladipo. Just he was good, the injuries, the moving a bunch of teams. Like, there's a lot of, like, red flag things going on mm-hmm. with him. That makes me nervous. But, like, healthy Oladipo, yeah, I like him as a player. But is he healthy? Is there, like, a weird chemistry locker room thing? There was, like, a report that he wasn't playing hard the other day. And, and I don't know. And you know I don't like when people, like, don't play hard and try and get traded from their teams. Right. That's my number one pet peeve in the world. Right. So, um, and Oladipo yeah, didn't know. even do the. I know. If you're going to commit, commit. <laughs> For sure. Get the fat suit. Um, um, so, yeah, I don't know. So we have something here on Twitter who, who was just watching TV. And uh, Wendy, again, Sixers are on the one yard line. We don't know. Wendy suggests that the Raptors could circle back to the Sixers if the Lakers don't add Taylor Horton Tucker and the Heat don't add Tyler Hero to their offers. This is, I mean, I'm sort of shocked that, like, like the thing holding L.A. back from getting Kyle out, like, what are we talking about? Like, they could it's win ridiculous. the title. This, if, what are, what's going on? Like, I've, like, never also, heard of that person before. <laughs> that's an issue. Honestly. Um, he's, he's, he's good, but it, it makes me think that there's, like, maybe, maybe, that maybe it's that Lowry wants the heat. Um, and the Lakers are kind of just a smoke screen at this point. Um, I mean, there's, I'm sorry, there's just no way they're saying they're drawing the line at Taylor Horton Tucker for yeah. Kyle Lowry. Right. Kyle and Lowry. on the flip side, surprised if Toronto tr- or, or if uh, Miami traded Tyler Hero, who's 21 and on, a, you know, has probably three years left on his deal. Um, I would be very surprised if they ended up trading him for Lowry. So then it's like, how how out of this are the Sixers, you know? Um, because I don't really know what will happen from there. Duncan Robinson is good uh, at shooting, but I just kind of wouldn't want to be first in line to pay him $16 million a year, which is right, really what they would be signing up for. Right. Um, so, Dan, what do you think? A, Ty- a Tyrese Maxey-led proposal here, how does it stack up against what is – Well, I think that, you know, for – I don't. I think that the Heat, if they wanted to, could make a, a better offer. Assuming the Sixers don't want to give Thibel, um, and assuming that you know the Greens in the deal, which I, I don't think they would want to give up both of those guys for for wing defense. Um, I think that the Heat can top that offer. I mean, I'd rather have Hero than 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 Maxi. Um, Definitely. I don't think that that's particularly close. But I also, like you said, I'm not really convinced the Heat give Hero. Um, so, you know, if they don't, if they do, I think they have a deal there because I, and I think that it kind of makes sense for both sides. I don't think it's, it, I wouldn't like look at it and be like, that was a horrible move. If they end up giving hero, I think, you know, Lowry can be worth it, especially if they, I mean, at that point you have Lowry, you have Butler, you have Bam, you have Robinson, um, unless he's moved as well, but you have, you know, you still have a lot of good players. They were in the finals last year. They probably feel like they're a playoff team and they think they can compete. Um, I think he's the best young player out there. Um, I'm not really impressed with, even if the Lakers were going to give Taylor Horton Tucker, um, not super impressed with that package. I, 
think I still prefer Maxi in terms of, you know, upside going forward. Uh, I mean, Horton Tucker is a good player. He's a very good defender, and he's taken some steps forward on offense this year. Um, but I would still rather have Maxi. I like Maxi a lot. Um, if they're not giving Taylor Horton Tucker, I, I I don't see why like Maxi and Danny Green and a first round pick is not beating that package. And same thing if the Heat don't give Hero. So, I mean, the Sixers backing off kind of makes it seem like the, if if those two, you know, teams are the two teams that the Raptors are pretty sure that they can get one of them to budge. Um, and the Sixers maybe buy that. But um, if they don't, I, I don't think that they're that they're topping a Sixers package. And and that doesn't mean we get the player, as we've seen with, with James Harden earlier this year. You know, just because you have the best package offer doesn't mean that, that – and obviously, you know, Lowry's going to have a lot of say in where he goes. Um, and so it's possible that that's the reason the, the price is higher for the Sixers. But um, it, without Hero and without – especially without Hero, but I guess also without Taylor and Horton Tucker, because I don't love that package to begin with. I feel like the Sixers are offering plenty. Right. Um, so we'll see. It it seems, I mean, if we're reading the tea leaves here, it seems like Daryl traded for George Hill because he just wants George Hill on the team um, and George Hill would help regardless. And then started putting out in the media that, you know, Toronto's asking too much, so we're out. Um, I would sort of be surprised if he's now not picking up the phone, if uh, if other people, you know, if, if they're not looking to do anything. We have joining us now, friend of the show, recently got hired, everybody's excited, Tyler <laughs> Monahan. Hey, buddy, how are you? How are you feeling on this? Uh, he's Liberty Ballers writer, of course. How are you feeling on this uh, trade deadline day with 12 minutes left? I'm, I'm doing well. I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy about George Hill. I've wanted him since the offseason. Uh, obviously he's not the guy everyone was expecting, but I think he can help out. So I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I, I think it definitely could have been better, but I'm not, you know, bringing pitchforks and, uh, and torches to, uh, the Sixers front office at the moment. Do you have any takes on some of the other big trades from today? There was the Orlando guys, Vucevic and Fournier and Gordon who got traded. Um, I'd love to hear what you think. Lana, what do you think about some of the? Uh, That's so weird. Some of the that, big that trades. That really trade is so weird. Very strange, um, and he's going to stick there. So I'm not really yeah. sure. Very, very odd. Um, I love the Aaron Gordon move for uh, the Nuggets. Obviously, they give up like nothing for him, and I think he fits that that team really well. Definitely an upgrade over you know a guy they had in the past in Paul Millsap, and uh, I think he fits well with a uh, with outside shooters like Jamal Murray. Uh, so that's fun. That's a fun trade. Um, Vucevic going to the Bulls, uh, once again, kind of something where it's like, uh, do you really need them? Yeah. I guess they're fighting for a playing spot, but like, I think he's really good. And I don't think the players around him are all that great. Obviously, Zach Levine's fine, but he's a playing spot like, should be something that happens, not something you fight for. I'm just saying, yeah, that's like, that's a terrible goal for an organization. <laughs> That's very fair. Very fair. I'm not as sold on Zach Levine uh, as a lot of people are. Uh, so it, it's kind of weird to uh, see them go all in with those two as their core. But, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I just – I don't really have a ton of faith uh, in that organization with what they're doing. 
Yeah, uh, so we have uh, joining us is Daniel Olinger, who is of the Talking About podcast. We're definitely going to go to you in a second, Daniel, but it sounds like you found a tweet. What What is the tweet that you found funny? Yeah, so uh, scrolling Twitter, found a nice tweet. This is from uh, Faisal Kamisa from, uh, looks like from Sportsnet, which is in Canada, um, verified, seems fairly legit. Uh, Windhorse saying the Raptors have reached out to the teams interested in Lowry and asked them to send their final offers. Um, I'm guessing he said this on ESPN. Um, he did. So, I mean, okay, so, I mean, that makes sense. It's 251. So, I mean, obviously things don't have to be done done by three, but um, the, they have to have started a trade call by three o'clock, um, and they can still hammer out the details after that. Um so, I mean, it's kind of obvious and makes sense, but it does kind of go to show that maybe there are more teams in it than than just the two, or at least that it's not just one of them. Um, the fact that it's going this far, the fact that there's other teams still being asked to give offers, um, I guess that could be a smokescreen too, but it does feel like, you know, it feels like if it were just, you know, two, if it were just one team and it was about a second round pick, that probably would have been hammered out by now. Um, yeah, and I do feel like there's probably other teams still in it. He said that the Lakers, the Heat, and the Sixers all made their final offer. So those were the three. That okay, so the three. Make so we thought that makes sense. Yeah. So Mark Stein just tweeted, uh, after the 76ers acquired George Hill, one source close to the Kyle Lowry talk said it was, quote, too strong to rule them all the way out of the Lowry chase saying only that Philly's chances had lessened. Um, lots of stuff. Daniel, how are you, buddy? Welcome to the show. How is your trade deadline day going? Hey, man, it's going great. I'm just sitting on my couch staring at multiple screens and freaking out, you know, yeah. as you do. Like, like this yes. is wild. Like, you know, trade deadlines always get a little crazy. We literally have a situation where the Raptors are basically threatening all of these teams <laughs> with just 10 minutes to go, seven minutes to go at this point. They it's really are. Uh, Daniel, I want to pose a question to you. It's from the chat. Uh, Frederick asks, do we believe Embiid will be back soon now that they've traded Tony Bradley? Uh, or are we going to trust B-Ball Paul and Dwight? I know my preference. You can guess it. But, Daniel, what do you think uh, this this uh, implies about where the Sixers' big man is at? I mean, they're definitely not going to rush Embiid back because, you know, that doesn't even matter who they trade. Wait, let me interrupt real quick. I'm sorry. Toronto oh, freeing oh, up oh. another roster spot. They just traded Terrence Davis to Sacramento for a future second-round pick. So it does definitely feel like they're not holding on to Lowry. They now have two open roster spots. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. No, oh, no, sure. And literally, if anything happens – feel free to like just I don't know completely delete my account if you know how to do that just to get it over but but yeah like I they're definitely not going to rush him back because Embiid's health is more important than anything to this franchise so I would definitely say we're going to probably if with Tony Bradley now traded it's definitely going to be some probably some Paul Reed minutes or who knows maybe maybe part of a Kyle Lowry deal is the Raptors throw in a center or something like that or something like you know you know what I'm saying like but uh We'll definitely see another center playing alongside. And I would imagine it's someone else starting because, I mean, as we've seen, Doc Rivers clearly prefers Dwight Howard to be bench energy guy instead of starter. For And it seems to be the right theory. 
And we are going to have to talk a little bit about the Sixers playing the Lakers tonight uh, once the smoke clears here. What would it mean to you to see B-Ball Paul starting for the Sixers in a real basketball game? Oh, it would be great. Like, Tony Bradley, I liked. I was glad that Tony – like, you know, it, it is great that Tony Bradley's last ever Sixers game was him just, like, destroying James Wiseman. It, it was honestly kind of sad. Like, I, I have concerns about Wiseman. Just, like, Tony Bradley, like, physically bodied him the entire night. But, uh, yeah, so, Paul, I mean, it'll just be fun to watch Paul Reed. Like, the Sixers – I mean, Dwight, Tony Bradley, and Embiid are all, for different reasons, all really fun, all are great to watch. But none of them are, like, switchy – sort of small ball centers and Paul Reed you can kind of play like that or we'll just get to see him he's gonna be like it's what we said we've said about him before it's gonna be really weird watching him play but it'll also be pretty fun and if you followed followed basically his like tracker like tracker like at DePaul he was basically like his team always got killed when he was off the court and won by a lot of points whenever he was on the court he did really well in the G League obviously winning MVP so it seems like he has a pretty good track record of, despite not being a conventional player, kind of figuring it out and finding ways to contribute to winning. Sounds yeah, like another uh, center we all know and love. <laughs> right now, we are five minutes uh, from the Four deadline. Four minutes. Good Lord. Um, Emily, how are you feeling? What do you think happens? If you had to make a prediction here as to where uh, Lowry ends up, where do you think it is with four minutes left? Oh, I don't know. I have a knot in my stomach, though. This is how I felt when I saw the Woj uh, alert for the Harden trade. I got, like, this, like, knot in my stomach. That's how I feel right now. Um, I it's I don't think it's the Lakers. It's the Heat or us. Um, but that's all I've got. That's not that helpful. But I think it was very helpful. I very much appreciate it. Um, Dan, how are you feeling uh, at this point here? Oh, we have a new – we have, yes, the great Adil Royster of the Out of Sight podcast. We're going to invite him to speak, and, uh, and we'll definitely get him in here. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Uh, no, we've got a Whoa. new trade. Yeah. All right, there goes the buyout. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, what is it here? Uh, we have uh, New Orleans Pelicans are close on a deal to send J.J. Reddick to the Dallas Mavericks. So I know we had mentioned earlier that, you know, maybe you're comfortable moving Furcon if you think you can get Reddick on the buyout market uh, to be that kind of shooter off the bench. Um, 
Not happening. Probably not happening. No Lonzo Ball trade. Source tell ESPN Woj just tweeted he's staying in New Orleans. So that's wow. surprising. It seemed like he was definitely going to be moved, and he was one of the definitely one of the top players on the market. So um, crazy, crazy day. That's so rude of Shams to break that right now while we're all worried about Kyle Lowry. That's just rude. <laughs> um, so right now we've got three minutes left. Adio Royster is here. Adio, how do you feel uh, right now? What do you think is going to end up happening with Kyle Lowry? Listen, Dan, can I just say one thing real quick? Shams is out here just trying to work, okay? Like, he's not he's not concerned about anybody's feelings, you know? So what do you think, Adia? Where do you think uh, what do you think happens with Lowry here? I think he's staying in Toronto. I, I honestly oh, do. Oh, wow, like, really? With two, with two minutes, listen, if Lowry was going to be dealt, he would have been dealt within the last, like, 30 minutes, you know? But by, like, the, same, by the same token, if you think if he was going to stay, why would they be fielding all these offers? And clearing roster spots. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, think that too. I think they are waiting for the last possible second until Pat Riley is finally like, okay, we'll give you Tyler Hero. And then right as he says the name Hero, it'll be 3 p.m. and five seconds. And then they'll just be like, oh, well, too late. Missed the deadline. Can't do this deal now. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, the other thing right now, the other shoe to drop really is uh, Victor Oladipo, and we don't have any news on him. Tyler, do you have any opinion on Oladipo? You know, would you like the Sixers to pivot to him failing a Kyle Lowry trade? What do you think? Cool guy. I don't want him. Uh, Got it. Too many injuries and too many. I don't know. Too many other He's, things that I he don't sings know. a little too much for me. I'll be honest. A little <laughs> too much singing. Not into I, it. I am interested to hear your thoughts on his uh, handsome rating from the Gash. Oh, he's good looking. Crew. He's very good. Say, Dan, he's a handsome guy. Cool guy. Dan, if you want to jump in on on uh, Victor Oladipo's attractiveness he's, level, he's he's a very he's, handsome guy. But you know what? Don't need him. Exactly. Don't need him. Come on. I, I don't know if he's singing I mean, Sinatra at, at the Slam Dunk Contest. <laughs> at best, he's a very good player. And at, at, at worst, which is like kind of what we've seen lately, and I'm not convinced he's not just like washed due to injury, he's giving you less than Danny Green. So, I mean, I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm out on him. He's shooting 30% from three in Houston. They lost 20 straight games. Like, I just – I don't need him. <laughs> In past deadlines, uh, trades will still sort of trickle out, and uh, we will certainly share what we see here. Uh, there seem to be – are there other names that I'm not thinking of right now other than Oladipo and Lowry? Um, other names that we really thought were definitely going to get traded? Um, Lonzo Ball obviously staying put. Is there anybody that I'm missing that we're still waiting to sort of hear more about? Well, Chris Haynes just tweeted that the Cavaliers and Andre Drummond are going to be working out a buyout. So got it expected, yeah. Uh, that that seems that seems like a Brooklyn move waiting to happen. Or the Lakers, uh, yeah, one of those two. Um, is there anything? Anybody else, guys? Well, one thing we didn't talk about was um, was Fournier to the Celtics. I know he was a guy that some Sixers fans were interested in. He went to the Celtics for two second round picks, and I don't think any salary. Um, so that's not right because really they fit him into the trade exception. Jason move, right? Fournier is right. good. I think that's a that's a fine move for them. I, I know they had their sights set higher, and they probably need more than Evan Fournier. But he's a good player, and I, I imagine that he'll do pretty well. Uh, Bobby Marks of ESPN tweeted: Just a reminder that the trade call does not have to happen by 3 p.m. for a trade to become finalized. 
All parties just need to be on a call by 3 p.m. to confirm the details. Does this mean at <laughs> 2.59 you could call a team and be on the phone until 5 o'clock? What does it mean? I think there's some kind of – I think there's some kind of – I would imagine, like, there's, like, a league work day. And when it ends, you have to be done. Um, that's why, like, a lot of times moves will be finalized on a Monday, even though they get announced on, like, on a Friday night or over the weekend. Um, right. So I think I think there is um, some kind of limit to this, and I I don't know what time that is, but I can't imagine it's too late. Right. Are you allowed so, to have like a group call, like all the people on the call at one time? Yeah, call like, it like a four way trade, like a Zoom. Everyone's on. It's like we're on the call, so stuff <laughs> can still happen here. You can like do breakout rooms. The other thing calls. that will happen after the deadline ends is that teams end up confirming to reporters like we're done for the day or we did nothing, you know, we're, you know, nothing's happening. Um, so that certainly will start coming out about teams that are no longer active. Uh, but again, there's still a few shoes to drop. I mean, Houston seems very intent on moving on from uh, what's his name? Oladipo. So I would be surprised if he's still there. Um, I guess they could just be hoping for a sign and trade this summer, but uh, you know, the cap space and just be there. Um, so we'll see anything new in the Twitter sphere or on television, Emily. Can can they move on from Tillman Fertitta? Can they do that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't seen anything crazy come through um, recently. So yeah, everything's very quiet right now. It reminds me of the MCW trade year. Uh, do you guys remember that one? It seemed like the deadline was over, and then it seemed like we had Isaiah Thomas, and then it was just the uh, the MCA trade for MCW trade for that Lakers pick. Um, yeah, so let me ask you, what's your prediction about Lowry? Where do you think he ends up, uh, if anywhere, in the next few minutes? You know what? For- let's go. Let's go to the other Dan. That was for Olinger. He's not liking the question. I don't blame him. It wasn't right. great. Uh, I'm Danny V. What do you think? I'm I'm leaning Heat. Um, mm-hmm. It feels like he wants to be there, um, so we'll see. I, either the Heat and the Lakers are both like kind of devastating to me, considering like players that I want have consistently gone to contenders for the past year. They aren't the Sixers when it feels like we could have made even better offers, um, and so this just feels like you know it just feels like piling on top of that, and I think that. I think the Heat probably end up being the team, but that's just a, that's just a guess at this point. I say the Heat because it feels like the Sixers at least are somewhat out. Um, I'm not right. saying they're fully out. They're probably still interested, but um, it seemed maybe the Heat have a better package. Maybe Lowry wants to go there more based on what happened earlier today. Um, the Heat have been there all along. The Lakers kind of came along later. Um, and so that's just that's my best guess for now. But it's I I mean who can say? I don't know what is going. Oh, on. we just got a trade coming. It's not the Lowry trade. Just saying that right away. And sorry, Steve, I was I'm multitasking, so I didn't hear. Don't worry about question, it, buddy. But, but weirdly, Casey Johnson, who covers the Bulls, just tweeted the Bulls are in talks to trade Mo Wagner, who they got today, for Daniel Tice. What are the Celtics Wait, what? doing? What yes, get Tice off doing? the Celtics. Love it. Wagner is bad. I don't understand. Wagner's bad and Tice is effective sometimes. I mean, I it's feel like Tice is nice. Tice is really good. Tice is nice. He's he's very. I I like Daniel Tice. He's a quality I, NBA player. I, 
So get him. I don't know what the Celtics, Celtics are doing at all. I don't. I don't get anything the Celtics are doing. I have like, no- I, I mean, Fournier is not the move they probably wanted, but you can still, like, oh, that thing that helps them. It's, like, a decent move. But, like, Daniel Tyson, like, guys, like, you realize what Daniel Tyson does for you, right? And also, if that was actually – that also, what would suck if this actually happens, that what would suck is that that last shot of Daniel Tyson's Celtics career would be that just barely missed game-winning three. Do you think Danny Ainge, like, just decided if he made or missed that, that was going to be what decided it, if he got moves? <laughs> Uh, so we have a new trade here. Another from, non-Lowry is, trade. Yeah, Shams has the, uh, the Hornet. uh, Hornets are requiring uh, Golden State's Brad Wanamaker. Um, so nice. if you guys had bets on where Brad Wanamaker was going to end up, start cashing in. Um, the other thing, we should go to the chat here while we're waiting on some of the details that are coming out. Theo Lerman in the, in the chat brought up that it makes him a bit nervous that the Sixers got rid of Bradley as he was playing well. Um, and he would have preferred moving a different end of the bench guy. What do you guys think? Are we at any risk here uh, getting rid of Tony Bradley? He was playing very well as the Sixers' third center. Redick, so um, what Redick do you guys think done. in terms of – Redick is done. Dan, what do you think about, uh, you know, are the Sixers at risk here getting rid of uh, Bradley in that George Hill deal? Uh, I don't think it's are you a ta- Which deal. Dan are you talking to? Quickly. Dan Bopone. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We, I don't think – I mean, One of I us needs a nickname. I don't. You can be. You can. Uh, you can be uh, Danny O, because that sounds awesome. Danny V. I don't think that sounds as cool. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just saying stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Um, to be honest, I don't. Tony Bradley's fine. He had some fun moments. Not super worried about it. Uh, I think that Dwight is a fine option in the playoffs, especially, especially if Lowry happens. But um, even if not, I think Dwight will be fine. And when we get to like a, a must-win playoff game. Embiid's going to be playing at least 40 minutes, if not more. Dwight, with all his fouls, he can handle eight minutes. He was fine last year in the playoffs in limited minutes for the Lakers. Um, so I'm, I'm really not – I'm not too concerned. Right. Um, so I wonder, you know, do we think there's anything to the Warriors clearing a roster space just, just here? As there was a rumor before about Danny Green going there. I mean, this is sort of – uh, grasping at straws, uh, but it, wondering. It could also have some. It could also have something to do with the fact that the Warriors have a massive tax bill. Interesting. And like I just one Celt, this guy Trevor Williams Marks, who big Celtics fan, very smart guy, very smart, great Twitter follow up for anything basketball related. He was just mentioning this chat I'm in how the Celtics likely do this so they can duck the left. They're if they're moving Tice for Wagner, it's likely to duck the luxury tax. Interesting. So just like just trying to keep people updated here. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I, Lowry Domino falls. You know, I, Boston is trying to contend though, so I'm not sure well, if maybe that's this, a sort of this is, the, this is their indication maybe that they think this might not be the year and that it's just right. and that if they want to make big moves going forward, you don't want to get that repeater tax after three years. Right. I mean, they are uh, lately. Um, what do we have here? We have. Dwight Howard, this is a, uh, who just sent this, Dan? Dan Yeah, I said that. I thought it was adorable. (laughs) Uh, This is uh, the, Brian Seltzer for the Sixers just tweeted a thing of Dwight Howard. Uh, And, whoa! Oh, boy. Gee. Oladipo to the heat. That probably means no Lowry, right? Definitely means no Lowry. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we might be cooking here. Is it us or the Lakers, then? I guess, I guess yeah. so. I think it's, 
if it's the Lakers if it is, don't have a better package than us. They, if it is I don't somehow know who the, that person I, is. Emily, I think you're right. If it is somehow the Lakers, though, we're closing Liberty Ballers. If that happens, <laughs> it's over. Liberty Ballers is closed henceforth. Like, what can what can the um, Lakers realistically offer? Like Schroeder and like what else? Like the Lakers have no young talent, and what what's their draft pick situation? The reported I, trade was terrible. It was like Schroeder, Taylor Horton, Tucker. And like future, I think I didn't even see if it was a first. I thought they said in a tweet I saw it was second rounders. Like they would have to try to entertain there. Teams around the league really like Taylor Horton Tucker. Um, I mean, so yeah, but I'm taking the Sixers package all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying you're. I'm just saying like probably yeah. there's. I, I could see how teams around the league are probably talking themselves into THT and Tyrese Maxey being equivalent, roughly equivalent in value. Ugh. Even if I, I would disagree. And like so, if you're if you're Lowry right now, like how how are you looking at Masai? You're are you just like yo Masai? What the hell, man? Just just take whatever you can get. Just I'm I'm done. I'm getting out of here. You know, so at this point, what, where we're at here, the Raptors have cleared a couple roster spots over the last hour. Uh, Golden State just cleared a roster spot. Sixers Adam just tweeted about how he thinks this might be relevant from the Danny Green angle, um, and I just. Don't really know what's going to happen here. There have been rumors for a long time about mutual interest between Victor Oladipo and the Heat. Um, so my guess is that the price was just low, you know, because the thing with the Heat was always that they could just sign Oladipo this summer. My guess is that the price was the price was low enough that they figured they might as well get a look at him this year. Um, everything is pretty quiet. And, oh my God! Yeah, Woj Woj just tweeted the Raptors Kyle Lowry. So I, I would like to I would like to you know I'll, I'll take my victory lap now guys I'll just I'll just be running outside. That is the strangest thing. That's so annoying. Did Masai well did Masai kind of overplay his hand a little bit or a lot? No, like I wonder if you know they just didn't like the offers and didn't want to trade Lowry for an offer they're not liking. But it seems like if Lowry was content to stay in Toronto after this, then he would have, you know, they wouldn't have been doing this. So it seems like they're going to lose him. Um, I'm just not really sure what happens from here. You know, who knows if there's another another pivot out there. Um, of course, they would have had to be on the phone for 12 minutes now. It's a long phone call. Uh, Emily, what's your reaction to Kyle Lowry staying in Toronto very surprisingly? I'm really, really shocked, especially with like, all of just like how everything was starting to like fall out in these last, you know, 20 minutes with the clearing of the roster spots and the Golden State clearing of the roster spots. I was like, this is, these are all the steps that we need that are preempting like a move and then there's no move. And it's, it's very surprising. I don't understand. Um, that's where we're at right now. We're going to wait and see, you know, we should stay on until we get the tweet. That's like the Sixers are done. Um, but I I don't know exactly what's going to happen from here. So Miami gets honestly full uh, outcomes. I'm excited that the Lakers, which would have just made me feel sad. Um, Dan Volpone, is that how you feel? You know, do you feel similarly at this point? Not gonna lie, you cut out a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, pal. I, I was saying that uh, he's not. On the Sixers, I'm happy that he's also not on the Heat or on the Lakers. Oh, uh, is that sure, pretty much sure. where you're at? Yeah, I mean, like I was saying before, those were two of the 
teams I would least like to see him on. So um, it's a bit of a relief, I guess, that he didn't go to either of them. Still disappointed it's not the Sixers, of course. But um, a couple hours ago, we thought that, you know, we thought that it wouldn't be um, the Sixers at all and would still be one of those two. So if it's not the Sixers, at least it's not one of those two. Um, the Heat are already going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Obviously, I think we would win that series, but um, Lowry would make them even tougher. Um, and then the, the Lakers would be so, so good if they got Lowry to play with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, so I, I think that, of course, you know, they're probably the favorite to, to win the West. So anyone who comes out of the East, if that would be the Sixers, um, can kind of feel relieved that Lowry's not going there. So, yeah, I, I would say that um, this definitely is not worst case scenario that they're keeping him. And I, I am relieved about that. So let me, I forget, uh, forgive me, I forget the reporter who had this before, but the reported asking price from Toronto to Philadelphia earlier was two first-round picks, Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Thibel. Uh For me, that's a no. I wouldn't have done that. I, I love Lowry and think he could really, really help, but I just think that's probably a bridge too far. I want to go around the room and just get a yes or no from each of you on that trade. If you were the Sixers, uh, it's two first-round picks, uh, Matisse Thibel and Tyrese Maxey. Dan, what do you think? Wait, hold on a second. What do we got? Avery Bradley, Kelly Olynyk, and a draft swap. That was the Oladipo trade. Wow. Okay, so yeah, it really ends up just being a swap pick. You know, Oladipo had no market, it seems like. Yeah, so um, for if I would do that trade, I'm assuming also there would have to be more salary in there. I'm guessing Danny Green. Um, No, I would not have done that trade. I think that, that Matisse is playing too well. Um, Maxi still has upside. Maxi can still be traded this summer if you want to take a, a shot at another top player this summer. Um, and I wouldn't have done the two picks. So as much as I wanted Lowry, um, like you know, I was all in on on basically you know trade whatever it takes for Harden when when he was available earlier. Uh, that's not how I felt about Lowry. Would have loved to get him, but that was that was far too much. Emily, do you agree? Yeah, I do. I wasn't willing to give up Matisse in that trade, so I'm okay with it what about Tyler uh not for all that I mean Kyle Lowry comes without a guarantee that he's there past this year could eventually end up just being a rental uh so I get flashbacks to the Jimmy Butler situation where you know you can't resign him and then you gave up a bunch of stuff for a half a year of a, of a good player but that's it so I think if you take out one of Thibel or Maxi, um I'd, I'd do it pretty swiftly but I just can't give up all that. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, do you agree? Sorry, what was the question again? The, uh, you know, the reported trade earlier in the day, the the demand from uh, oh, yeah, from yeah. So, Toronto, like, which was two first-rounders, Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Thibel. Would you have turned that down if you were the Sixers? I probably would have. It's because it is just like, it feels a little weird looking at, oh, because this one extra piece, we can't do it when you still really want it to happen. But it's also like, geez, like Matisse and Maxi, they're both, right. they're, they're both valuable in some ways, I guess. And probably the sixth argument would be that, okay, we can trade you Maxi because you guys are on a different, you're entering the timeline where you are going to have a few more years still building up contender status now. And Maxi, the whole timeline with him is he's not a net positive right now. He probably will be at some point, but just not right now. So you kind of have to wait. So that makes sense. Whereas Matisse, like, like Matisse is like, Maxie's like, was it Maxie's 19 or 20? Matisse is around 24 years old. I think Matisse is a lot older. Matisse's value is now. 
where he's like helping them out as a great defender off the bench and very he's as we've all talked about he's very helpful to the Sixers team right now so yeah I I don't think I've done it and like I mean I have some I interact with some Raptors friends Raptors fans on here like they all seemed like they were pretty they would have been content with just Maxi and picks like to kind of reset things so it kind of felt like the Raptors wanted more than most people considered Lowry to be worth at this point. And Adio, uh, are you are you on board with that as well? Uh, just real quick first, uh, Marquise Chris to the Spurs, so Aldridge buyout could be coming. Um, as far as what Toronto wanted, in in the interest of keeping it G rated, I'll just say no. I could I could be very more color. I could be a lot more colorful, but I I feel like that would just be too much. Uh, Maxi is 19, so I can get I can understand why Toronto would want him. Thibel, I kind of want him around, especially if we have to tangle with Brooklyn in a seven game series in the playoffs. Like you got to have wing defenders if you're going up against KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Like I was not on board with trading Thibel at all this season. If the cost was giving up defense in the second unit, if one of those three guys or two of those three guys were on the floor for Brooklyn. So I, I feel pretty good. I'm, I'm okay that it's just George Hill. That's perfectly fine. It, it's our turn to have George Hill, I guess. That's, that's good. I'm perfectly okay with the situation right now. I'm, I'm fine. I'm more than okay. Also, uh, Mike Scott Hive also happy because it doesn't look like Mike Scott is getting traded either. That is a real shame. Um, the uh, the thing for me that worries me a little bit is that I don't want to sort of waste this MB, MVP candidate year without enough, you know, to get through Brooklyn. Uh, and time will tell. Maybe MB is good enough. Maybe you know Simmons and Harris can do it, and the depth they have is valuable enough. Um, but that, that would be my worry is that they don't have enough. And, and if that was really the hard line that, uh, that Toronto had, then I wouldn't have met it. So it's hard to say I would have had them do anything different, but I think it's really tough. How many players do the Sixers have for tonight against the Lakers? Does anybody know, uh, Dan Volpone, do you have, do you have a crack at how many Sixers might be in uniform tonight? Well, they traded three guys for Hill. I'm assuming Hill's not available. So they traded. And, uh, of course, Tony Bradley. Um, they don't have Embiid still. Embiid's out. They don't have Seth Curry still. He's out. So you have Tobias, Ben, Danny Green, Furkan. Shake is five. Matisse is six. Dwight is seven. Mike Scott, eight. Maxi nine. Joe, 10. Reed, 11. I guess Rajon Tucker is 12. Uh, so they do have right. guys. Okay, so they have guys. It's not like uh, the COVID Sixers when they had to play with seven guys. Uh, the uh, the Boston Celtics trade, the uh, Daniel Tice for Mo Wagner trade, uh, that went through, and it looks like that's official. Um, so that has me really worried in the Eastern Conference. Um, Emily, or do you think there's another thing that's going to leak out about the Sixers? I think we're done now that – the Lowry thing isn't happening, um, which is kind of disappointing because trades are fun. But at the same time, I got rid of the people that I didn't care about or really actively wanted to leave our team. And I kept we kept all the guys that I like a lot. And so I don't have to, like, make any new friends, no new friends. Just uh, Yeah, I agree with got. you. 
I agree with you. I think that uh, we're going to sign off here, which will be the perfect time for a Sixers trade to happen right after we're done. Um, thank you guys for being with us. I want to thank Daniel Olinger, Adil Royster, Tyler Monahan, um, and of course, Dan and Emily. This was fun. Uh, lots happened and, and something big did not happen. But thank you guys for hanging out. We appreciate it. We do these every week. And uh, we'll have our next – this episode will be out, you know, as soon as possible on the Liberty Ballers podcast feed. And uh, the next one will be out Monday. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on the <laughs> No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.